Hi friends. Today I wanted to talk to you about walking. What did Neville Goddard say about walking? This might seem a little odd to you, but he talked a lot about walking in the sense of walking in the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Walking knowing that you are the god that you seek in the external reality. Walking in the fragrance of your desires coming true and having been fulfilled. And here's the thing, we know obviously that Neville heavily heavily used the Bible to illustrate the truth that consciousness is the one and only reality. And as someone that didn't grow up in the Christian faith, one of the things that I knew, even I knew about the Christian faith was the story of Jesus walking on water. Him being able to walk on water. And I knew it had something to do with his faith in God and that's the reason he could walk on water. Um it was a miracle. It was a miracle based on faith and godliness and that awareness of God, right? So why is walking important in the context of conscious creation? Walking implies living your life. Walking implies that you are doing the things that you need to do in living. You know, when you're walking, you're acting. You're not in still contemplation. You're not in still contemplation of creating your desires. You're actually you know in the process of experiencing a human 3D reality right you are engaging with the planet you're engaging with the world you're walking to somewhere so that's a really important time when it comes to creation because we're not always um in our beds you know in a state akin to sleep uh imagining a scene we're not always scripting still you know at our desks um imagining something that we really want or visualizing anything and or or affirming anything sometimes we got to walk from point A to point B and he talked so much about walking in such a beautiful way that I really really wanted to read some of the passages and explore them with you where he discusses this action of walking and how we can incorporate it in our lives when we have to act when we have to move when we have to get from point A to point B in his 1948 lessons lesson 3 thinking fourth dimensionally neville talks about walking in this way he says the state that you desire is now your fixed concept of yourself But now having assumed that I am what I formerly desired to be, I cannot continue desiring what I am conscious of being, so I do not discuss it. I talk to no one concerning what I am. It is so obvious to me that I am what I wanted to be, that I walk as though I were. He continues, I close the door. What door? the door of my senses i simply shut out completely all that my senses reveal i deny the evidence of my senses 
I suspend the limited reason of the natural man and walk in this bold assertion that I am what my senses deny. He continues. He says, I say, come out of the dead past. Come out of that cemetery and walk, knowing that you and your father are one. And your father, who men call God, is your own consciousness. That is the only creative law in the world. Of what are you conscious of being? Although you cannot see your objective with the limited focus of your three-dimensional mind, you are now that which you have assumed you are. Walk in that assumption and remain faithful. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. So, what is he saying? He's, I mean, he's, he's kind of talking about the fact that when you are what you want to be, that this, when you are embodying the state that you desire, you don't necessarily need to be talking about it to anyone. You don't even dwell on it anymore. You can walk as though it were true because then you can be sure and then you have faith that it is done and that you are who you want to be. Essentially, you can move on with your life. He says, these are the two outlooks. You know, you either are um, what your senses deny or you're not. Are you bold enough to assume that you already are that you want to be and walk in it? Unaided by anyone, rise and walk. You don't need anyone anymore to prove to you that you are what you want to be. And he talks about how essentially once you've gotten to that state that's when you can feel comfortable walking so do all the work to get to the state to get your desire uh, to feel real you know do all the imaginative work but then walk as though it were walk as though it were that's the day of stillness ironically enough and that's actually pretty incredible too because a lot of what um, Abdullah taught Neville, a lot of the lessons that Abdullah taught Neville came from an experiential, um, you know, lesson that Abdullah taught Neville about going to Barbados. He wanted to be in Barbados for Christmas, right? So he's, but he was in New York and he had not a penny to his name to go to get to Barbados. And Abdullah said, "Hey, as you walk through this door now, you're not walking on 72nd Street." You're walking the street of Barbados. You're walking on palm-lined streets, coconut-lined streets. Don't ask me how you're going to go. Don't ask me how you're going to get there. If you are there, you're not going to ask how, right? So walk as though you were there. Walk in the assumption that you are what you want to be, that you are where you want to be. Walk the streets of New York as though it is the streets of Barbados. And that obviously requires a sense of boldness, a sense of, you know, imaginative determination because New York is a hell of a lot different than Barbados. <sighs> so I feel pretty inspired when I think of the words that he talks about over and over, right? 
the things that he says over and over are obviously important otherwise he wouldn't stress them so much in the frequency that he stresses them right in his lecture you can forgive sin in that he uh, delivered in 1963 he talks about how you will be saved from that what you are there is only one being in the world that can save you and that being is i am so you save yourself what would it be like were it true if i were now the man or woman i would like to be assume it and dare to believe it and walk as though it were true and no power in this world can stop it but no power to walk as though it was true believe that i am who i want to be and walk as though it was true he continues walk not according to the flesh but according to the senses romans 8:4 flesh would be my senses my senses deny that i am what i would like to be so let us not walk by flesh let us walk by the spirit spirit is to see it in my imagination as though it were true so tonight i may go home and find an empty cupboard or a notice at my door tomorrow or else it is all right if i believe what i am imagining it would make no difference what threat was given to me if i really believe now believe it we are told if you believe it it will crystallize into fact It does not really matter what threat at the moment my senses tell me. I have to ignore it. I have to ignore and simply walk by spirit and not by flesh. At any moment of time we are in the presence of I am. Let him forgive me my sin. I forgive myself by daring to assume I am what I would like to be and assuming that I walk in that assumption and it crystallizes into fact. No power in the world can stop it. None. So there's something really powerful about walking in faith, right? Walking in the faith of it already being true. One other lecture that I'd like to capture on this podcast episode is the Walk by Faith lecture delivered by Neville in 1967. He says, "Let us examine this thought." In his second letter to the Corinthians, Paul says, "We walk by faith and not by sight. When we walk by sight, we know our way by objects that the sight sees." But Paul tells us to order our life by objects seen only in the imagination. In other words, when you know where you want to go and what you want to be, you are told not to rearrange your physical structure, but to walk by faith, viewing only the rearranged structure of your mind. So if you will remain faithful to that state of consciousness what is seen only in your imagination will objectify itself into your world. He continues. Your desire could be a successful business. Now everything begins in the imagination for man is all imagination and God is man. God and man differ only in the degree of imagination's intensity. Now keyed low man walks by sight or by faith in his human imagination. Walking by sight is easier because buildings rarely move. But when you walk by faith, the objects in your mind's eye must remain as stable as those of the physical eye. 
So here he's talking about how the things that you hold in your mental image, the things that you hold in your imagination must be as solid to you and as real to you as the ones that you see in your physical reality, in the physical world. And so he talks a lot about how we are keyed low. We could create immediately like God, but because we walk by our sight and not by our spiritual vision, our inner vision, that's what makes us keyed low. It's that we let our power be given to the external reality. He says, like Paul, learn to walk by faith and not by sight. Forget what lies behind and stretch forward to what lies ahead. So what we see in our reality is what lies behind. It's coming from our past senses. It's coming from our past imagined states. Uh, because we live in this linear time-space reality as human beings, right? So it has to come from our past. So think about what lies ahead. Turn your back upon everything you have ever accomplished and go forward by faith towards new goals you have set for yourself. Walk in that state and you will achieve it. Knowing what you would do, knowing what you would see if your goal were reached. How would you feel if it was already there? What would you do now if it were true? How would you walk if it were true? Walk in that state and you will achieve it. In his 1948 lecture, Consciousness is the Only Reality, he says, These are the two names which give you dominion. You have dominion if you, as you walk the earth, know that your consciousness is God, the one and only reality. You become aware of something you would like to express or possess. You have the ability to feel that you are and possess that which but a moment before was imaginary. The final result, the embodying of your assumption, is completely outside of the offices of a three-dimensional mind. It comes to birth in a way that no man knows. Perhaps I want to be lifted up in this world. Merely looking at kings and at presidents and at other noble people and living in their reflection will not make me dignified. I must become conscious of being noble and dignified and walk as though I were that which I now want to be. When I walk in that light, I give of myself to the image that haunted my mind. And in time, she bears me a child. As you walk, knowing that you are what you want it to be, you objectify it without the assistance of another. If I know what I want to be and I assume that I am it and walk as though I were, I become it and becoming it, I so completely die to my former concept of self that I cannot point to any place in this world and say, that is where my former self is buried. I so completely died that I defy posterity to ever find where I buried my old self. I just feel really inspired by this because walking on your own two feet is something that we all do. And Josiah Brand in the School of Imagination taught us a lot about something that he likes to do on a daily basis called the wealthy walk. He likes to take walks on the theme of something that you know makes him feel wealthy and abundant and notice that on his walks. And isn't it cool to think that in that same way that he's taking a wealthy walk and noticing things that bring him gratitude and feelings of fulfillment about something that makes him feel abundant, 
Neville is saying, walk as though, you know, you are living in the wish fulfilled. It's pretty cool to, to think that just a walk can have so much power in transforming your life. You know, he says, but knowing this law by which a man transforms himself, I assume that I am what I want to be and walk in the assumption that it is done. Very, very, very cool. So to me, this is actually an imploring to take more walks in the feeling of the wish fulfilled and not just walks. It's, it's a sort of um, a hint that go about your life in that spirit, whether it's doing the dishes, whether it's vacuuming, um, whether it's writing your emails and doing sort of tedious work in your, in your life, um, whether it's your everyday activities, but especially walks. Because when you're walking, there's a sort of meditative quality to it. And there's time there and space there to be who you want to be, right? And assume what you want to be. And it can be an invite to succumb to the feeling of the, your senses and the proof of your senses, of the vision and what you're hearing and things like that. But instead, walk as though you are what you want to be. You are where you want to be you are who you want to be you have what you want in your life use that time to do so and if you do take walks on a daily basis figure out who you're doing it as right a lot of people take walks so i hope this was inspiring this is sort of some ramblings that i had about something that inspired me and as always lots of love and imagine wisely thank you Mm -hmm.